When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the final episode of our random character creation series, everybody. This episode, we get to finally make sense of all the pure chaos from the rest of the series. We can't wait for you to hear what we came up with. But before we get to that, here's what's coming up in our call to action. We are nearly halfway through our Patreon drive. After the show, join us here to find out how that's going. And after that, we'll talk about what came out last week, what to expect coming soon, a reminder about the upcoming April newsletter, and a sneak peek at next month's series. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, Still no new patrons since our last recording. Uh, We would love to add your name to the list of folks that we can be thanking directly. We do need your help to get to that first goal. And we are offering a ton to everyone backing our Patreon. So check it out at patreon.com slash character creation cast to find out what you might be missing out on. This is the last episode for April and we have a lot more planned for May. So stay tuned. We're incredibly grateful for your support and for choosing to listen to our show. Please enjoy this world building and relationship episode of our random character series, everyone. Building. World building. Okay. Let's do some world building. So you All have right. here one D two world details. Yes. That's not very many world details, Ryan. For each character, yes. Well, you didn't say that. <laughs> not what it says. Well, it's all part of the same character build for each character. So, okay. yeah. So one one to two details that may or may not be attached to the characters that we roll them for. Okay. Um, It'd be nice if we could, but if they are just details about the world, that's fine too, right? All right, so let's start uh, with Justine. Justine, okay. Want me to roll how many details, or you got it? Yeah, do you roll? All right, Justine has one world detail. Okay. This is 1d4. Okay, do you want me to roll it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is high stakes. What dice... Are we using for Justine? Oh. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to use these unicorn dice. There you go. As I call them. They're like clear and pink and blue and swirly. Justine's our goblin, right? Yes, Justine is a goblin. Wonderful. Um, so I'm rolling a d4 here. And I rolled a two. Wonderful. This is the roll and play world building tables. Uh, we roll 1d4 to see what sort of details we roll on. Okay. That's okay. So so um, this could be Once again, Ryan crying. did not write down a page at all. No, because it's down below. We're not in the book yet. Oh, 
Okay. We are still on the document. So gotcha. roll 1d4 and I'll tell you what page to go to. Okay. I rolled a four. Four. So this is a, a festival, uh, page 34 in the roll and playbook. All right. And we roll 4d12. That sounds fun. Did you say page four 34? Twists. Yeah, page 34. 34. All right. So uh, 4d12. Uh, do you want to roll two of them? I'll roll two of them. Yeah, please. Oh, I love rolling d12s. So. so that's right. I put this table in here just so you could roll some d12s. I know. All right. So I rolled a 10 and an 11. And you rolled, rolled a five and a four. Four. Okay. So 10 on the first table. We are celebrating our ancestors' spirits. Love this for Justine. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, we are celebrating by hunting an animal. Okay. Um, we are celebrating where? Uh, near the nearby graveyards. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Some sort of animal hunting in the nearby graveyards. <laughs> okay. Well, we are celebrating our ancestors' spirits. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes sense. And when do we do this celebration? Um, when a flower blooms. Wow. I don't know if it's a specific flower or just when we see the first flower or... Yeah, that's interesting. All right. That is what we know about Justine. Uh, next we have Jaslyn. Hey, Jaslyn. All right. And I got a one. So Jaslyn also gets one detail. Okay. So uh, I will roll the D4 here. See what table we get. Uh, it is a one, so untold encounters of the random kind, okay. page three thirty six. Okay. Okay. So yeah, just give me a d eight. D eight, sure. Six. That is one, two, three, four, five, six valley names, and on that one, I need uh two d twenties. Ooh. Fifteen and ten. All right, so that is going to get us uh, to a valley, Kielo uh, Lowdale. Hmm. It's the name of a valley in the world. Okay. Where? So Kielo Lowdale. Mm-hmm. It's a name of a valley that uh, probably important to Jaslyn. Somehow, yes. Jaslyn is our drow, right? Mm-hmm. And then next we have Decker, who is our uh, tree porcupine. Tree porcupine, yep. So roll that D two. D two. This is the the monarch, right? Uh, yes. Decker. Sorry, our bad guy. Yeah, one. Oh. Keep getting one on this one. I know. Well, it's a fifty-fifty chance, right? I know. All right. I think Decker needs some different dice here. Decker needs something creepy. I want mean, these like red and purple ones. Mm-hmm. Two. Two. The roll and play world building tables. Well, this is good because Decker is from a different kingdom. Oh, yeah. So this one rolls 1d4. And we have a table down here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the same one that we rolled before, it looks like. Uh, the so, four? Yeah. So roll 1d4. Um, and we'll see. This is the one that got us to the festivals. Okay. So roll a d4 here. 
three. So bounty posters. Oh. Page 25 of the roll and playbook. All right. We roll 1d10, 1d10, 1d8. What page did you say? 28 something? 25. Okay. You want me to roll this one up? No, I was just trying to get to the page. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, give me a d10. Eight. Okay. And your next d10? Nine. And your d8. One. That gets us to Silver Spectre, who owns a loyal Rottweiler, um, is wanted for burning down an influential priest's house. Interesting. Got a lot of, like, ghost imagery happening uh, so far. Uh, I'm not mad about it. Oops. I'm not mad about it either. All right. And lastly, we have Wendell. Wendell. Or Lazy Snake. Lazy Snake. All right. Let's see how many details for Wendell. Wendell gets two details. Woo! All right. So I will roll a d4 and you roll a d4. Wonderful. Uh, all right. So Wendell has a one. And I rolled a four. So one is Untold Encounters. Mm-hmm. And four is a Strata Shell Company. Yes! <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we didn't get any touchstones. I know. I'm sad about that. We might have to just grab some of those as like non-character specific ones, maybe. Yeah, I Do really like the touchstones out of Unbound. Okay, so Untold um, Encounters, we are going to roll a D8. Okay. Um, got a one. Uh, and then we have to roll a D20. Oh, this is the one that's inside Derek the Dice Demon. To roll a different one. Yeah. And I rolled a seven. So like we rolled a one, which got us two town names. Oh. And then I rolled a seven, which gets us um, Leland. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's not really that exciting. Um, and I'm sorry, you rolled uh, a four. Yeah, so we got... us to Strata Shell Companies. Uh-huh. All right, so this is a uh, three ten-sided dice. Okay. Uh, for the first, sec- first word, second word, and designation. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so the first word is a two, which is bright. Okay. Okay. Second word is a ten, which is consulting. Mm-hmm. And the designation is a five, which is LTD limited. Bright consulting limited. Okay. 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 Uh, then we were going to do Unbound. Do you have the Unbound yes. book? I do, yes. In front of you? Okay, I didn't grab that one off my shelf, so. Under, I have you here. We need a deck of cards for this. Okay. As well. Um. So I will shuffle us up. What do we want? We want two or four? Let's do four. All right. Just take what we get, yeah? Yeah. All right. So we got five diamonds, eight of clubs, the eight of diamonds, and the queen of clubs. Diamonds and clubs, baby. And uh, queen of clubs? Yeah. So. I feel like having four is pairs, but okay. 
I know, right? I'm still not. So (laughs) five of diamonds Uh is heavy armor. Okay. Okay. That works really well with the skeletons and stuff. Skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. The eight of clubs is guns. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, especially since everybody has swords, but okay. Eight of diamonds. Are you ready for this one? Uh, Sure. Werewolves. Okay, I wasn't ready for that, but <laughs> all right. And the Queen of Clubs, Revolution. What? Okay, so we know that Decker is from this other kingdom, right? Yeah. Um, Decker is um a you know a protector, deals with things head on. It's very uh-huh. analytical and cruel. It's also a uh have human tree porcupine yeah hear me out where cupines where cupines not where wolves yes where i do cupines. love i love a good where cupine i love a good where cupine so <laughs> i am going to cross this out because it's related to decker we're going to put it in pink where cupine yeah i can't remember how to spell porcupine uh, C-U-P-I-N-E-S? Yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Where are cupines? Okay. Decker is coming in. We know that, like, Decker is a monarch of a rival kingdom, is hoping to extinguish this other kingdom, right? Yeah. We know that Decker is a werecupine. Yeah. We have a theme of revolution here. Um, and And guns and heavy armor and things. Yeah. I think... Decker's kingdom's like coming over, like trying to take over our kingdom. And we are trying to revolt against this new order that Decker has put in place. Oh. I think Decker is the reason that Justine has to wear a porcupine hat, right? Or a, or a we, we kept saying it was a raccoon hat, but maybe it is. What if it is a porcupine hat? Porcupine hat. hat. Do like that. Yeah, I mean, it seems weird to, like, wear a porcupine on your head to, like, support... It's a porcupine bonnet, right? It's a porcupine bonnet, yeah. Um, But maybe that's to, like, show allegiance to the porcupines? Maybe. Are we... Or to, like, pretend... Maybe it's to pretend to be one of them. Right. I mean, is this in the middle of uh, the revolution? Is this... Or is this in the middle of, like, uh, the kingdom being taken over like like do the where cupines have a foothold yeah i think they in do the kingdom? i think they do because okay. like like decker's goal here is to extinguish this kingdom yes right that's the difference is not to take it over right like that's already been taken like decker is now trying to ruin it okay. um and so i think so this isn't a cohesive group of characters, is it? Well, this I'm not isn't... saying nothing says that it has to be like one singular adventuring party. That's true. Because we I had put, I put that restriction on myself. Yes. That's on me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we made a group of three heroes. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We've only determined that one is, you know, not a hero. Um That's true. But like we don't know that like maybe Wendell and Decker are in it together. That could be. Stop limiting yourself, Ryan. Okay. Um, but I am going to say because of the hat, I'm going to circle this here, of the hat, yeah. I'm going to circle that in um, Decker's color there. Um, 
We had to catch a carp in the Queen, Taylor Swift's private pond. Um, we might need to adjust that. Taylor Swift might not be the Queen. <laughs> or maybe Taylor Swift is the Queen of our world and Decker is the, the king of their, you know. That's what I'm thinking. Or it could just be Taylor Swift is the king of, or the queen of the, the slam poetry. Oh, battles. right. Of the slam poetry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Taylor Swift is queen of slam poetry. Not necessarily of this entire kingdom. Not an actual right. monarch, but like right. a like okay. revered individual. So good at slam poetry. Okay. So I'm going to make this a porcupine hat. Yep. A porcupine bonnet. So because we have the porcupine bonnet, which we purchased from our friend, um, yep. we are able to go out and, and pass as a, a porcupine. Mm-hmm. Which is really important. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yes. then this revolution, we're trying to revolt against Decker, right? Yeah, we're trying to revolt against Decker's influence and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Decker's a real bad guy. Yeah, Decker yeah. is a real bad guy. Um, okay. So, yeah, this is the part where we're going to start, I guess, our relationships, right? Yeah. Do you want to do some of that? Let's do some of that. Okay. Okay. So we're into relationship territory. Yeah. Um, we do have a another thing that gives us uh, a few things that we can roll on. Okay. Um, very curious. Well, you've sort of limited yourself with like the the relationships because you had them all planned in your head as like a a singular party. Yes, but I do have good, bad, and neutral or complicated tables on here. So okay. I'm wondering if um, we can roll like one to two relationships for each character okay. with other characters in this group. And then we can roll to see what table uh, it rolls on to see if they have a good or a bad relationship with this person or if it's complicated. Um, okay, so it looks like almost all the relationships you have here are kids on bikes. And yeah, but there's one. a whole bunch in the uh, Ultimate RPG Character Backstory Guide Expanded Genres Edition. Yeah, but you only put that on the table once, and you put kids on the bikes, kids on bikes on the table three times. I know. So should it be a D two? It should be a D two. Okay, you're right. Let's do it a D two, and then the okay. kids on bikes we can roll a D three. Yep. To determine if it's good, bad. But, okay. Sounds good. All right. So D two. Okay. Here we go. Are we determining ahead of time which relationships? Um, yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a grid. Okay. Make a grid. Sure. So we're going to have um, Justine. Justine, yep. Jaslyn. Jaslyn, yep. Decker. Decker, yep. You know why I always put that one in all caps? And Wendell. And Wendell. And we're going to have that. And then... This way. Oh, I think this needed to be. Hold on. I did this wrong. Oh, I see. You want to do a yeah, up, I need down? A, I need a blank. Left, right? Yeah. Uh, Justine. I'm really rooting for Justine. I know. I'm, I don't know if it's just because Justine was first, but. I love this little goblin bookkeeper. I know. Perfect. Not really, like, very well drawn here, but, you know. I get the gist of it, at least. Right. It's fine. Okay. So. Rolling for Justine. Justine has two relationship hooks. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's see which two characters she has a relationship with. We'll just go with 
this. Oh, I guess I assumed that we would roll for all of them. Yeah, we will. So what's the, which two characters you're rolling for? I don't understand. Well, like, Justine has to roll um, on these tables now, right? And which character is the first one going to be attached to? Oh, I just assumed we would just go across, like we would just start with Jocelyn. Oh, you want to just fill it up? I mean, why wouldn't we just fill out the grid that I made? Let's fill out the grid you made. Seems like the, the, the best okay. option here. Yes. Okay. I guess what you're doing that. Yeah. So I don't okay, think we perfect. really need to roll the D2 thing. You're right. Okay. So I rolled a two for okay. that first roll. We'll pull that over into the RPG character backstory guide, expanded okay. genres Egyptian uh, by uh, TV's James D'Amato. Okay. Um, so we have to roll a D6 okay. to determine which genre we roll in. I rolled a six, so we're on Western. So Justine's uh, connection to Jaslyn is a Western companion statement. Okay. What'd you roll to get companion statement? Um, well, that's just the, uh, the thing, that, the, that's just the table it rolls on. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is on 258. So now we get to figure out if it's good, bad, or other. Okay. Okay. So this will be a D2 or D3, right? Okay. I can do that. Sure. Uh, so that is um, a, a two. Sorry. Perfect. Okay. So this is a negative uh, connection. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. So now let's roll 1D20. Okay. We can find it. 16. 16. Okay. Let's roll again. It looks like it stops at 15. <laughs> oh, okay. Six. Six. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Wait. If I were dying of thirst, I would refuse a glass of water if Jaslyn was giving it to me. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. Some bad blood there. Mm-hmm. How does Justine feel about Decker? Decker, yeah. It's a D2, right? Yep. Ah, don't throw things. So that's a two. Okay, so that's, a, again, the same thing. So let's roll a D6 to see what table we go on there. Three. Three, okay. So we're going to be going into the horror genre to figure out what the companion statement says there. Let's roll a D20. Wait, do we have to decide oh, sorry, if it's positive uh, or negative? Yes, D3 first. Yes, you're right. Positive, negative, or complicated. Uh, so it's a five. Okay, so that'll turn into... When you said a two before, did you translate that to a two, or was that a roll a two on the die? Well, because it was a D2, right? Well, D, uh, for Jaslyn. I don't know what you're when, talking about. When you rolled positive, oh, negative... I, it, was a, it was translated to two. I rolled a three. Okay, perfect. So we're doing it right. So five on the die is a three. So it's complicated. Uh, Justine has a complicated uh, relationship with Decker. Um, let's roll a d20 then on that one. 14. I pity Decker. I wish they didn't have to face what lies ahead of them. Interesting. That is interesting. I wonder if they were friends before it was revealed that they were the monarch. Yeah. Because they were both fellow shopkeepers. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see. How does Justine feel about Wendell? 
So our D2, uh, that is a one. So kids on bikes, let's roll a D3 to see which kids on bikes table we roll on. Positive, negative, or uh, you don't know them. Um, So that's going to be a three, translated to a three. Okay, so that's neutral. Uh, So we roll a D20 now. I can get that rolled. Okay, oh, there's a guy right here. Okay. Uh, That's a two. Two. That's, why do some members of town seek out this character? So why why do why did just uh why do some people uh this doesn't really relate to some members of town seek out Wendell. So this is something Justine has noticed. Okay. Wendell's the lazy wizard though. Why would members of the town that's very interesting. Why would the members of the town seek out Wendell? Um because um of they encounter danger. Oh, interesting. And, and they're trying to his, figure it out. Is Wendell's secret that he has a destiny? Um. And all that danger is happening because of that destiny unfulfilled? Yeah, I think so. So maybe people are trying to seek him out because, like, because of that destiny? Yeah. That, like, they're like, no, we know Wendell's the dude that's supposed to do this. Yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm going to say that they're trying to get him to fulfill his destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I did not make these big enough. <laughs> I'll have to rewrite some of these later. Okay. That's fine. All right. Uh, let's see how Jaslyn feels about Justine. Oh, that's, yeah, there you go. You All right, I'll this? give us a D2 on this one. Okay. It just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, where did you go? I found it. Okay. All right, so that's a one. Okay. Uh, so that's kids on bikes again. All right. We'll speed this up. That's a one. That's on the good table. And it's going to be a 14. What is the bravest thing you've ever seen this character do? So what's the bravest thing that J- Jaslyn has seen Justine do? Okay. Um... Stand up to Decker, maybe? Um, well, I mean, so Justine is, like, wearing the hat trying to, like... Oh, yeah. Pretend to be a a werecubine. So I don't know how much Decker really knows. Like, I don't know how much Justine is, like, straight up standing up to Decker. Right. Like, she pities Decker, but I don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, Justine's just trying to, to get her ancestral book back, right? I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like Jaslyn saw Justine go to Taylor Swift's house. Oh yeah, to uh, to start. Uh, yeah, start her so training. we can just say like to brave Taylor's house. Yeah, <laughs> the the infamously dangerous Taylor Swift's. Yeah, <laughs> personal her mansion, car- carp pond. Yeah, the, the carp yeah, yeah, pond. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. Let's see how Jaslyn feels about Decker. How does Jaslyn feel about Decker? Uh, that is another kids on bikes. Okay. Uh, that is on the bad table. That's seven. Okay. All right. So it was it was bad. So that's a two, right? Yep. Bad. Um, and then yep. you got a seven. That is. Uh, what do you need to take from this character for their own good? Oh. What sort of things does Decker own? Well, Decker has a stone sword. 
um, a random major arcana card, an official Boy Scout compass, potable water, and a rubber band ball. Okay. So not really anything. Well, what's the significance of, like, I'm thinking that the trinkets themselves are, like, things that were found. Well, we also know, like, Decker's afraid of the ocean. Yes. And they've got this stone sword. They're also a shopkeeper. Oh, goodness. I just looked up, like, what exactly the Empress tarot card means. Yeah. The Empress is traditionally associated with maternal influence and it is the card if you're hoping to start a family. She can represent the creation of life, romance, art, or new business. Okay. Do you think Decker's holding on to that? Because, like, Decker wants to start a new dynasty. Oh. And the thing that Jaslyn could really take from Decker is, like the ability to do that. So, like, I I mean, I think the card itself is, like, significant of that. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously we know Decker's a bad guy, right? And, like, wants to just, like, totally eradicate this kingdom. Yes. And so I think Jocelyn is, like, we need to make sure that you can't establish Mm -hmm. a lineage here. Yeah, so I think, I think, that I think good. yeah, I mean, and obviously, like, we're in a world where things have magical power. So we can just yeah. say taking this tarot card. Yeah. Um, I'll put the tarot card slash dynasty. Dynasty, yeah. Yeah? I like it. Okay. All right. And then let's do up Wendell, Jaslyn and Wendell. Uh, this is another kids on bikes. Uh, bad. Doesn't like Wendell, apparently. And this is a one. Uh, So this is, what did this character do in the past that you still resent them for? Um, I think it's whatever that injustice was that, like, like Wendell's busy avoiding their destiny, Mm -hmm. which allows injustice to happen. Yeah. Um, So I'd say not following their destiny. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, what if their destiny was to protect the kingdom? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, th- I think this emerald sword that Wendell has is, like, the reason that the destiny is, like, bestowed upon them, right? Yeah. It's almost like an Excalibur-esque sort of, uh, you know, calling. Yeah. And they're just like, nah, I, I like it. I like the sword. It's, it looks cool. Yeah. Why do, why do I need to work so hard? Right. Okay. So okay. that's how Jaslyn feels about the rest of the group. Yeah. So I was trying to rewrite these in the proper that's colors. Fine. Okay, so Decker. Um, Decker, Decker, Decker. How does Decker feel about Justine? Let's find out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that is a two. So that is going to be ultimate RPG. Sure. Let's roll a d6 for the genre. Four. Four. That is going to be X Punk. Mm-hmm. Let's roll a d3 for the uh, good, bad, or complicated. So that is a six, which is a three. Complicated. Complicated. All right. So that makes sense with Decker. And let's give us a d20. Okay. D20. I got a 20, but it only goes up to like 15, right? Yeah, it only goes up to 15. I got a 19. Another 19. 11. 11. I lose sight of red flags whenever Justine gets involved. Interesting. That is very interesting. 
Does Decker have a thing for Justine? I don't know. I mean, Justine pities Decker. Wishes they didn't have to face what lies ahead. Right. It almost Maybe. sounds like there's like some sort of yeah, like uh, sort of good, good person, like star-crossed uh, romance happening Maybe here. Maybe that's what uh, that bundle of love letters Justine has is. <sighs> I think you might be right. Mm -hmm. This is why Decker. I love doing this, because like as we go, we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Let us find out. Uh, how? Okay. Decker fist about Jaslyn. I've got I've got chills with that love letter connection. I love it. All right, so that is going to be a two, which is kids on bikes. Okay. Bikes, and it is rolling. It's already D three, right? Mm -hmm. That is a one. Positive. Okay. Okay. D twenty. D twenty. Nineteen. What's your first memory of this character? And it's a positive memory. So Jaslyn's our stage magician, right? Yeah. Um, got it. I was going to say, like, attending a show, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like a real big spectacle of a stage magic show. Okay. I like that a lot. I wonder how Decker feels about Wendell. I know. My goodness. Let's find out. <laughs> okay, so that is... Uh, one. Sorry. <laughs> like okay. staring at him. No, like, fine. What number is it? One. Okay. Yep. So it's ultimate RPG. Uh one is kids on bikes. Oh, one is kids on bikes. Yes. So then we roll a D3 to figure out if it's positive, negative, or other. So one, which is positive. Interesting. Okay. Positive feelings about Wendell. And then we get a D20 on that one. 19 again. Oh. First memory. Or do we want to roll a different one? Yeah, I do. Okay. Eight. Eight. What is your private nickname for this character and why? But it has to be a good nickname. I know. Oh, that's so, why. Because Wendell's not fulfilling the destiny to kill Decker. Yeah. And Decker's like, this is going well for me. This is going well. Uh, exactly. So what's a nickname that's like positive, but like, I'm positive you haven't killed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sleeping Savior. Oh, it's cool because Wendell's a snake. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Nice. Okay. Aff affectionate. <laughs> yeah. Well, savior sounds nice, you know? It does sound nice. Um, okay. Let us find out how, like running out of cool colors here. Wendell. Mm-hmm. Wendell. How does Wendell feel about Justine? All right, here we go. Um, we're going to do a... So that is a two. So we're going back to the ultimate RPG character backstory guide. Um, get a D6 for genre. That is a two. That brings us to sci-fi. Interesting. Okay. 107. Okay. And then uh, D3 for figuring out... So that is a good, a positive. Okay, so positive is one. Yep, one positive. And then for the roll, nine. Many people would call Justine a coward, but I know they stand up when it counts. Kind of makes sense with trying to blend in. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Jaslyn. 
Jaslyn. Okay, here we go. One, that's going to be kids on bikes. Uh, two, that's going to be a bad connection. Okay. And 14, what would this character have to do to get you to forgive them? What would Jaslyn what, what, have to What do? would Jaslyn need to do for Wendell to forgive them? Wow. What did Jaslyn do? Okay, let's go back and look at Jaslyn's relationship with Wendell, which is also bad. Um, what did they do that you resent them for, and which was not Jaslyn. following their destiny? Um, yeah. So Jaslyn resents Wendell because Wendell didn't follow his destiny. Wendell has to forgive Jaslyn for something. What would Jaslyn have to do for Wendell to forgive her? Oh, wait, Jaslyn. Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if, like, Jaslyn's holding on to that secret as well. Like, this is not my secret to give out. You are the savior. You're supposed to embrace it. Do you think Jaslyn's, like, blackmailing Wendell with this, though? Oh. Because it has to be something that, like, Jaslyn did that Wendell doesn't want to forgive her for. Yeah. So, like, we already know that Jaslyn is mad at Wendell. Yeah. Because Wendell didn't fulfill his destiny. Mm-hmm. But that's not for Wendell to forgive her for, right? Right. Jaslyn has to have done something. So I feel like Jaslyn is, like, blackmailing Wendell with that. Okay. Being, like, because, like, Wendell has that secret that, like, bad things are happening because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And yeah. I think Jaslyn, Jaslyn is maybe being, like, I can tell people why this is happening. Um, yeah. But what would Jaslyn have to do in order for Wendell to forgive her for that? Mm. Mm. Probably. I think, I think the only way, like right now, Wendell feels like the only way that it would be even, the only way he could forgive Jaslyn for doing that is if, like, she came clean about what her magic show actually is. Oh. If she revealed her secrets. Okay. Because, like, yeah. she Tip knows his secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like only forgive her um if she gives up her secrets. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay. How does Wendell feel about Decker? How does Wendell feel about Decker? Here we go. It is the ultimate RPG backstory guide. It is a three for the genre, which gets us into the horror genre. Okay. Yeah. And then it's going to be a one. So it's going to be a positive. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 139. And then a D20 on top of that. A three. Oh, this is really interesting. Okay. I would do anything to protect Decker. They don't even have to ask. Whoa. Wendell, what are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I have. Okay. So we said that maybe Justine had. All right. Because, like, hold on. Decker. How did Decker feel about it? Um, Decker loses sight of red flags when Justine is around. Justine uh, has a complicated relationship with Decker because she pities him. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, the love letters. Yeah. But we've been saying that Wendell isn't fulfilling his destiny because he's lazy. Yeah. What if Wendell isn't fulfilling his destiny because he's in love with Decker? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Please. 
Okay. That's got to be it. Is Decker in love with Wendell? I don't think Decker is. No, I don't I think, think so Des- either. I think Decker is like fine, like perpetuating that because it serves him. Yes. I think Decker's actually in love with Justine. Decker's in love with Justine. Wendell's in love with Decker. Um, Time to draw the map. Unclear where Justine lies. I think Justine might be reciprocative of Decker's. I mean, Justine love. definitely pities Decker. Yeah. Right. For what's coming to him. Maybe I can draw this map on here on the same page. Right. Okay. So we know that Wendell loves Decker. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the love one pink. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We know that Decker loves Justine. Yes. Okay. Um, Justine hates Jaslyn. Yeah, I think it's mutual too, right? Should we make that red? Red and close. Yeah. Red and pink are really close, but... but... Like a dark red? Okay. Right. So, Justine hates Jaslyn. hmm Okay. Yeah, and that goes both ways, right? Jaslyn hates Justine too. Um, Jaslyn... No, Jaslyn is fine with Justine. Jaslyn? Oh, yeah. Jaslyn thinks Justine is brave. Oh, yeah, okay. So, like, what well, maybe we say, like, admires? Yeah. Blue can be, like, admires her, right? That's what I was thinking, right? Okay. Okay. Um, Wendell, uh, no, Decker admires Jaslyn, I think. Um, the first memory of Jaslyn is attending one of her shows. Yeah, so I think Decker admires Jaslyn. I would say that's true. Um, and we know that Decker loves Justine. Decker, you said Decker and Wendell were complicated, right? Decker yeah. likes Wendell, but, like, not for nice reasons. He doesn't really admire him. He, like... Right. I mean, like, let's do, like, Orange, like, is using Wendell. That's a good point. Because that's really what's happening here. So Decker's using Wendell. Right. Okay. Um, and we know that Jaslyn is blackmailing Wendell. Yes. Right? It's almost basically like Jaslyn's using Wendell as well. Yeah. Wendell admires Jaslyn. No, wait, I'm sorry. Wendell, uh... Oh, no. Uh-oh. Sorry. Jaslyn. Oh, wait, wait. Wendell to Jaslyn to Wendell. Wendell Wendell does not want to forgive Jaslyn unless she gives up her secrets. So I think he hates her for blackmailing him. He hates her, yeah. Yeah. Decker's in the middle of it all. Mm -hmm. We did not say yet how Justine feels about Decker. How does Justine feel about Decker? She pities him. She pities him. Um, I think Justine loves Decker. And, like, she has pity for him because she knows that this revolution is, is going to either be tough for Decker or is going to uh, kill him. Mm-hmm. I think she also pities him because she's like, you didn't need to do this. Like, you Yeah, didn't... you didn't need to do this. Yeah. So we can say Justine loves Decker. Yeah. But I will also put pity. Pity, yes. Okay. That is our pity relationship because of love. map. Oh, wonderful. What about Jaslyn to Decker? Mm, I think does, we're missing that area. Yeah, we're missing Jaslyn to Decker. Jaslyn, Jaslyn um, probably hates Decker. Jaslyn, yeah, definitely hates Decker. Um, yeah. And wants to destroy him. A lot of hate coming to and from Jaslyn here. Nobody loves Jaslyn. Wow. Okay. That's wild. This is, um, so would you like me to recap here? 
Yeah. Everything okay. that we've got. So what do we got? Okay. Here's what we have. Yes. <laughs> we have a goblin named Justine, who is a book mm-hmm. dealer. Justine is a natural leader uh, who wears a bonnet. Um, and her main motivation is regret. Uh, Justine also has a friend named Fido Quinn, who's a collector and seller of rare animals. Mm-hmm. Justine utilized this friendship to buy a porcupine bonnet. Mm-hmm. Um, the porcupine bonnet allows Justine to move freely around places, um, but Justine still can't go everywhere because she smells like old books, and a lot of people are really not into that. No, they're not. Um Justine had an ancestor who died nobly in a battle, notably a slam poetry battle. Mm-hmm. But after the battle, their book of poetry was lost. Justine believes it has some magical properties and is trying to get it back. In order to do this, Justine is er- learning the art of slam poetry. But in order to convince her master to teach her, she had to catch a carp from the queen Taylor Swift's private pond. Taylor Swift being, of course, the queen of slam poetry, not the queen of any kind of world or anything, just the queen of slam poetry. Justine wears a navy blue suit with a purple waistcoat. Um, The sleeves have, uh, the sleeves and trousers have harlequin patterns and stripes. Justine also has scaly skin, owns a candle that can't be lit, um, and a bundle of love letters. Mm -hmm. From Decker. From Decker. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. We should probably include all of the world things in this. The reason that Justine wears a porcupine bonnet in particular is because currently the country is run by a group of uh, werecupines, which are like werewolves except porcupines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Justine wears this hat to be able to fit in. And, yeah. Yeah, you know, pass normally. Uh, Jaslyn is a drow. Um she is mm-hmm. also a magician. She specializes in conjuration, psychic manipulation, and parlor tricks. Uh, Jaslyn does this by being a stage magician. Mm-hmm. Um, part of this is that Justine has a bevy of skeletons in ancient-looking armor, as well as a 10-foot-tall clockwork soldier in heavy armor with an impossibly large sword. Mm-hmm. Um, she also formerly worked as an undertaker. She combines all of these things to be part of her magic act. Mm-hmm. People believe that it must be, you know, like a stage magician in Vegas. There's probably some secret to it. You know, the mm-hmm. only way she can chop the skeletons in half and they come back together must be some kind of magnets. There must be a harness and strings mm-hmm. um, because Jaslyn also can fly. Um, she has the power of wingless flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a bio ghost, so she can feed off of the life force of others. But yeah. really what's actually happening is that Jaslyn is creating skeletons using wingless flight and um, controlling her bevy of skeletons. And it is actual magic. Mm-hmm. So um, she's passing it off as a fake magic, but it's real. Yes. Jaslyn also has a triple sword. It's in the shape of a star with a handle in the middle, as well mm-hmm. as a wooden torch sword and a bladed wooden canoe oar, all of which yes. are part of her act. She also uh, has a black stag with copper antlers that follows her around. She mm-hmm. freed it from its captivity and has two friends, a the High Illuminator, who's a monk that is calm with others but suspicious when alone, and uh, Murine, who's dresses in velvet and is obsessed with rats and mice. Yeah. 
I would also like to point out that Jaslyn nervously laughs after almost every sentence. Yes. Which um, sort of adds to the feeling that her show is fake. People are like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no way it's real because every time she does a trick, she's like, <laughs> people are like, okay, wow, you're not even a good actress. <laughs> yep. We have Decker, who is a mammal, um, is a person combined with a tree porcupine has a prehensile yep. tail. Um, but we have decided, no, no, Decker is actually a werecupine. A werecupine, yep. A werecupine. So sometimes human, sometimes tree porcupine. Decker is um, devoted, um, is a selfless protector, a shopkeeper, and deals with things head on. Mm-hmm. Decker's also cruel and analytical. For Decker's backstory, he is the monarch of a rival kingdom and is hoping to extinguish this kingdom. He's doing that by infiltrating it as a shopkeeper, mm-hmm. um, trying to gain their secrets. Decker's also afraid of the ocean. He's afraid that if he sees it, he will be drawn into it and it will change him. So he avoids large bodies of water entirely. Mm-hmm. Despite this, Decker owns a lot of um, trinkets found at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. I assume by sending other people in to find them and uh, mm-hmm. using this as a way to sort of quell what fear he has. Um, yeah. You know, by conquering the stuff in the ocean. Mm, that's interesting. Um, Decker has a stone sword. Um, also has uh, an empress tarot card, which is important because the empress traditionally symbolizes maternal influence and um, creation of life, romance, art, new business. Mm-hmm. Um, to Decker, this symbolizes the ability to start a dynasty. It's extremely, he really wants to do that with Justine, too. Really wants to do that with Justine. Um, mm-hmm. Jaslyn is certain that she needs to take this tarot card away from Decker um, because, obviously, Jaslyn believes in real magic yeah. um, and believes that if she takes this tarot card away from Decker, um, she can stop him from starting mm-hmm. a dynasty and taking over the kingdom that she's a part of. Absolutely. Um, Decker also has uh, a can of potable water and a rubber band ball that is six inches across. I like to think that he plays with that rubber band ball mm-hmm. uh, when he's a uh, uh, occupying. Oh, just interesting. Just for fun. Yeah, okay. Just for fun. I was thinking it was like office supplies as a shopkeeper, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I assume the potable water is just like, um, hey, this isn't salt water, so that's cool. Yeah. We also have Wendell. Wendell. Wendell is a snake person. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to point out that Wendell has prehensile feet and toes. Mm-hmm. Um, also has the ability to uh, control reptiles and um, has some abilities of reptiles, which makes sense because he is a snake person. Yes. Wendell had, Wendell's very lazy. Yep. Wendell also had an important destiny that he needed to fulfill. Um and he's not doing that. Not Wendell doing is not fulfilling that destiny. Yeah. Wendell's a wizard uh, that has this destined emerald sword mm-hmm. that uh, it's it's kind of like an Excalibur where you have the sword. You have to go and fulfill your destiny by going to a specific place. And he just doesn't want to go there. Right. Right. And Wendell's destiny is to save his kingdom. Mm-hmm. from Decker. Yeah. And Wendell's just, like, not doing that. Um, because Wendell is in love with Decker. 
Right. Um, Wendell also, um, be, by not fulfilling his destiny, has allowed injustices to occur because we know that Decker is cruel. Decker yeah. is not a good person. He's trying to rip apart this kingdom. Yeah. Um, as an example of exactly how cruel Decker is, one time he offered to buy a bard's loot only to smash it to bits. Yeah. What a mean guy. Decker is not a good dude. Yeah. Uh, so by not fulfilling his destiny, Wendell has allowed this injustice of Decker taking over the kingdom to go unanswered. Mm -hmm. Um, people close to him, whether they're aware or not, have encountered danger related to that fact. Um, mm -hmm. so basically Wendell has put the people around him in danger by choosing yes. not to fulfill his destiny. Um, partly because he is lazy and then partly also because he, uh, is in love with Decker. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. Those are our characters. Those we are also characters. have, there's a festival in our world um, that is yeah. focused on celebrating the spirits of ancestors. Um, mm -hmm. They do this by, by hunting an animal that is um, near, at a nearby graveyard. So they go to the yes. nearby graveyard, they find an animal close by, they hunt it. Um, this is celebrated when, the, when a flower blooms. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what flower. If it's just if a it's flower. Like, what if it's like one of those corpse flowers or something like it, but not as stinky? Mm. You know, something that blooms every like X number of years. Yeah. And like once it blooms, there's like one prominent one in the village. Um, I think it's a Taylor wherever. Swift's house. Oh, it's a Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's for sure a Taylor Swift's sense. house. Taylor Swift has it's, the flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's the keeper of the flower. Yeah. Um, I think the the main sort of like area where this is taking place, because we had a, a town, um, is in a town called Leland. Which mm -hmm. is located in uh, a valley called Kilo Lowdale. Yep, the Kilo Lowdale Valley. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We also there are, there's a bounty poster that's kind of hanging up in the town um, yep. for the Silver Spectre. Silver, Silver Spectre has a loyal Rottweiler and is wanted for burning down the house of an influential priest. Yeah, I'm wondering if this influential priest is the High Illuminator. Oh yeah, that makes that would make sense because the High Illuminator was real sus. Yeah, that's so. that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Shell Company. So I'm uh, Bright thinking Bright Consulting Limited. Yeah, Bright Consulting Limited, I believe, is actually the the Shell Company that is running the shop that Decker is currently working at. The shop was set up under a Shell Company to kind of help protect Decker's identity. Wendell set up the Shell Company. Oh, interesting. That's possible. We said these facts weren't necessarily tied to any specific people. No, not necessarily. But um, I like the idea that like Wendell would do anything to protect Decker. And one of the ways to do that was to set up an actual shell company because Wendell's a wizard. So he's well learned, right? Yeah. Just lazy. Definitely. And so he knows the intricacies of the law of this land. And he's like, well, you gotta have the shell company to protect everything. If you're going to be going through here, doing what you're doing. Right. Well, and it needs to be, you know, like in our country. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. There's definitely an aesthetic of heavy armor going on here. Um, mm -hmm. you'll notice that Jocelyn's skeletons are all in heavy armor. Yeah. Um, who's the one that there's one of them that like wears a lot of jewelry too, right? Yes. Distinctive um, jewelry. Jaslyn wears distinctive jewelry. Okay, so that's part Jaslyn. of her stage costume. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and can I posit guns? Because this this has a very Western feel to it. Like, there's a lot of Western undertones that we've discovered here. 
mm-hmm. that I think it would be uh, good aesthetically, like to have that, like, you know, there's there's kind of this almost lawlessness yeah. in a way. I was also thinking, like, guns maybe should just be swords. Okay, that could be. Because everybody's got swords. Swords are the new guns. Swords are the new guns. <laughs> it's a Western, but with swords. Yeah, Western with swords. I like, like that. Because, like, we are able to make these what we want them to be. And I think, I mean, like, we changed yeah. werewolves to porcupines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then one of our themes was revolution against Decker and yeah. these policies that Decker's putting in place. I like it. Um, so, what we know here. Wendell hates Jaslyn. Jaslyn knows that Wendell is not fulfilling his destiny and is essentially blackmailing him, um, like threatening him, like to out him, basically. Um, The only way that Wendell will ever be able to forgive her um, is if she reveals her secrets, too, uh, to her show. So Jaslyn's really kind of using Wendell right now, Mm -hmm. um, trying to get him to fulfill his destiny. Um, And Wendell hates her for it. Wendell is in love with Decker. Yes. See, um, Wendell would do anything to protect Decker. Um, Yes. Decker doesn't have to ask. Mm -hmm. Decker is using Wendell um, because Decker knows that Wendell's destiny is to kill him. Mm -hmm. Um, He knows that that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, And so... Decker refers to Wendell as his sleeping savior, which Wendell's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so nice. Like, I'd love to be your your savior or whatever. And Decker's just like, no, because you're sleeping on it. Yeah. It's saving me. Jaslyn also hates Decker because Decker's a jerk. Um, Jaslyn is certain that she needs to be the person to make sure that Decker does not start this dynasty. So that's why mm-hmm. she's going to take his tarot card. There's a very, very interesting connections that we missed here. Wendell to Justine. We because did miss Wendell to Justine. Wendell thinks Justine is brave. Wendell is uh, admiring of Justine. Yes. And I did not mark that down. Yeah. Wendell admires here's, Justine for... Here's, here's the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Justine wants Wendell to fulfill his destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't think Justine knows what Wendell's destiny entails, only that it's a destiny. Yeah. Right. Because like, she you've got this destiny, you need to fulfill it. What are right. you doing? Yeah. Um and and the fact that she's trying to help him fulfill this destiny and the destiny ends up killing her love. Yeah. What do we call that? That's complicated <laughs> right like she doesn't admire him she doesn't hate him she doesn't love him she's not using him uh-huh uh encouraging yeah justine is just encouraging him okay yeah yeah that's wild that yeah. is wild wow that's so cool this is such an interesting story that we it really created. is right um, with just four characters and a bunch of world details, we just threw this together. Yeah. Uh, it took a little while uh, because this is our first time doing it this way. But like, goodness, my goodness, this, there's some good juicy stuff in there. Yes. Yes. And I wrote all of this stuff down. Um, so yeah. I do, do want to put it up on our website at some point, like in our character mm-hmm. sheets section when I um, get a chance to figure out exactly how to do all of that. Yeah, um, I'll export the 
the PDFs of that and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what we can do too? Uh, we can clean up our uh, our table of tables list and we can make that available as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want some inspiration of being able to create your own random tables of random tables, yes, you could use this as a base and just fill in whatever ones you have available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it also might inspire you to find other games that that look interesting that we we had on here that we weren't able to get to because mm-hmm. the dice weren't in our favor to get to yes. those specific ones. Yeah, yeah, and I'll definitely try to um, maybe make a page on our our games page that like lists all of these because we use a lot of supplements that are are really good. Um, Absolutely, there were a lot of more any's uh, entries um, that I really enjoyed, and even. Yeah, I think that's the wonderful thing about games, too, is that even if you don't have the chance to play a game from start to finish, or even if, like, the mechanics of a game aren't necessarily your thing, um, like, I think uh, Temple of a Thousand Swords, where we got a lot of our swords, it's just an old-school essentials game, which Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily my vibe. Um, But this sword table is, like, my favorite. I love it so much. It's so good. So there's a lot of cool stuff out there, and I'd like to really shout out some of that for people too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this was a lot of fun, Amelia. This I, was I, a lot of fun. Happy five, years. Happy five years. Happy five years. Happy five years. Happy anniversary. Happy five years. Uh, really glad to hit this milestone with you mm-hmm. on the day of our five-year anniversary yes. as of for this recording. Yes, we are recording on our five-year anniversary. Absolutely. Wow. So, listeners... Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know we're at the end of the month at this point. Um, we still have one month to go on our Patreon drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is going redacted well, I guess. Yeah, um, we hope. But you better not make liars hope. out of us. <laughs> I know. Um, so definitely check that out. Check out the show notes. Check out the calls to action where we're talking about all this stuff. Uh, check out the the episode at the beginning of April mm-hmm. uh, where we released one of our chit chats as bonus content um, uh, on the main feed. It's about and, dying bonds too. Yeah, and check out on dying bonds as well. Um, there's there's a lot of good stuff we've got going on. I'm I'm really happy to have you here. I'm really happy that we were able to make this work for April. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm really happy how this all turned out. This oh, was really I'm fun. I'm so excited. I'm Absolutely. So excited. All right. Well, thank you again, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time. Call to action. Yeah, like that. Ryan. Yeah. The world that we created. <laughs> it's so good. This like rival kingdoms uh-huh. and um, like we have a celebration of ant- ancestor spirits and a mm-hmm. missing book of slam poetry. Yeah. And uh, we have wanted posters and mm-hmm. like Sla- slam poetry battles to the death. Ryan, wear coupines. We had wear coupines. We had wear coupines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we had secret love. We had some unrequited love. Yeah. We had all kinds of hatred and admiration and encouragement Mm -hmm. and uh, manipulation. Oh yeah, it was it was extremely satisfying connecting everything together and like eerie. At it at the same time, how some of it just fit perfectly. I think that's a thing that I've always loved about 
doing world building and character and like character relationships after mm-hmm. you make the characters. And, you know, sometimes in our episodes, you hear us kind of do it even as we are making them. Mm-hmm. Um, but those moments of like, what if this means this? Yeah. Even back in our first D&D episode, one character was another character's uncle, right? Yeah. So like we've been doing this for <laughs> forever and it, it just feels so cool when things line up. But I even know. more so in this one because we weren't even playing the same game. Right. Like, <laughs> it, was- <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, I will have, uh, there are no official character sheets for this one obviously but i will be posting my notes from this one mm-hmm. um onto our onto our patreon too so everyone can kind of see mm-hmm. all of the the numbers that we rolled and my little relationship charts and, and oh, that yeah. kind of stuff too yeah we'll all and, be out there and in this episode in the show notes itself i'll actually link to the actual random tables uh, that led us to all the sources of the random tables that we ended up rolling on too. So if you wanted to see how that got put together uh, for inspiration on creating your own or uh, to use if you happen to own all of those supplements, there's 25, we used 25 different supplements to create this. And uh, and that's not even including the random names that we got from the baby name books. It's true. <laughs> so, and it's fun because like you can you can do it as as few tables to randomly roll on as you have access to, or you can go all out, put thirty, put forty in there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's definitely just a fun thought exercise to try and make all of this go yeah. together. And I think to show that you can make characters out of pretty much anything. You really can. You really uh, can. I, I figured this would also be a really interesting writing exercise as well. Like Oh, it it really would if you needed to come up for some with some characters for your story or something. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. absolutely wild. You could you could populate a whole novel with <laughs> With this way, it just embrace the chaos. It's great. Absolutely. But before we let you go for the day, uh, we do have some calls to action. Uh, This is a special middle of the Patreon drive edition. First up, we are currently 72% of the way to our first goal. For those of you playing along at home, that is 36% of the way to our second. If we hit the first goal, we'll be sending out some custom C3 branded D6s for all of our $5 and up patrons. Uh, You can head over to our Twitter if you want to see what they look like. Mm -hmm. Um, Also posted some pictures in our Discord server, too. Uh, They look so great. They're in our our branded colors. They have the character creation cast C on them. They're great. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Please help us at least get to that level because I want the dice. I know. If, if nothing else, please remember, Amelia needs dice. I don't, For we, just a dollar a month, you could make sure that Amelia has more dice. Exactly. And and honestly, a dollar gets you a ton uh, in our Patreon. Um, we, we did highlight kind of uh, a lot of the stuff that you do get for just a dollar during the last call to action last episode so if you happen to skip that or don't remember you can check that out or we list all of it at the end of this one here too yeah that's true um but i i did want to highlight our five dollar tier we're in the middle of our patreon drive right now um i would like to entice you a little bit so if you could stick with me this is the five dollar tier the side quest level uh this is named because it is uh, a little bit more than a one shot not quite a campaign uh so it fits nicely in the middle plus you're meandering 
into the audio that is not the main audio. So it's thematic, everyone. Okay. It is. I really like it. At this tier, you get a handwritten thank you note crafted and with uh, with love designed and, and written out and signed by Amelia. Yeah, I, we always say handwritten thank you note. They're handmade as well. Like the cards yeah. themselves, I, I make and um, decorate and everything too. So it is, it is one a, of a, whole, a whole art project, one of a kind. Every single one is unique and uh, they're delightful. And I'm really happy that we're able to get those out to people. Um, and and I hope you all enjoy them that when you do get them. Also, even if you live internationally, I will still send them to you as long as you put your address in for physical rewards. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And they'll get to you eventually. They will. <laughs> um, in addition to that thank you note, you also get additional Discord channels. Uh, where you can talk with other SideQuest patrons about uh, the bonus content that you get because you also get access to all of our bonus content, including the Undying Bonds series, any like additional micro games that we cover, any like actual plays that we happen to do together, all the all the additional like bonus stuff outside of the chit chat is stuff that you'll get access to basically. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Undying Bonds alone is worth it, I think. It is so good. It's, oh, the last few have been just phenomenal, if I I do say so myself. I know. Uh, And we're we're trying to do at least one a month on Undying Bonds, and uh, we hope to get to a point where we can playtest it, and all those playtests will be on on the feed as well. Plus, you'll get access to the um, playtest materials as we yeah. release them, too. Yep. As soon as we have something that's playable, uh, you'll have access to that as well. In addition to that, you get an ad-free feed. Uh, so this is the normal feed without any of the Spotify inserted ads or any of the other network ads. So it's just a nice, clean episode if you want to listen to it that way. So there's a lot of perks just for the $5 level, that's in addition to everything that you get from the $1 tier, which are thank yous in the episodes, the weekly chit chat, bonus outtakes, Patreon only Discord channels, and copies of our character sheets. It's a lot. It's a lot. You get for, a lot of stuff. For only a dollar, for only $5, you also get all that extra stuff we just mentioned. So uh, head on over to patreon.com slash character creation cast and definitely check it out because... I think we're offering a ton for a podcast, and I, I think it's worthwhile uh, to hop in there. Plus, if you do it and we get to that goal, you also get dice. You so. also get dice. You know. Yeah. And they, they're fantastic. They're pretty great. Uh, we are incredibly thankful to all of our listeners, um, but especially to these wonderful and generous folks who are currently helping us get to our goal and really just generally helping us out a great deal. Lieutenant, thank you for your continued support. Thank you, DJG, a.k.a. Tigranosaurus. Your support brings us a lot of joy. Eric Bontz, we are so grateful to you. Thank you to Shadim Cabal. Daryl Holiday II, you rock. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you here as well, the shyest barbarian. Thanks for supporting. Thank you to Benjamin Sweeney. We couldn't do this without you. Lorcan McInnes, thank you so much. We are glad to have you, Rob Fletcher. Thank you for supporting. Kevin Brown, thank you for your continued support. 
Thank you, Tentacle Duck, for letting me read your name every week and for your support. <laughs> John Adamus, thank you so very much. A3 Sketchpad, thanks. Cole McCallum, we can't thank you enough, but we're going to keep trying. Carlos Salazar, many thanks to you. Eric S., thank you so very much. And Ross Kingston, we can't thank you enough. And I am glad that your thank you note finally got to you. (laughs) (laughs) That international mail. I know. It's something. Exactly. And thank you to all of our future patrons. Uh, Your support means so much to us and will help make this show even better the more support that we end up getting. Again, uh, join us at patreon.com slash character creation cast to find out all the cool stuff we have going on. In addition to all of that, uh, don't forget to check out our newsletter, which is coming out next Sunday, April 30th. You can sign up for it and get it sent directly to your email at newsletter.charactercreationcast.com, which, by the way, if you loved this episode... Have we got some random tables for you? Oh, yes. Um, Also, don't forget to check out the latest Undying Bonds episode that was released just last week to all of our $5 patrons. Mm -hmm. And one last announcement. Please join us next week. We don't have a break week because we started the series late. Uh, As we welcome Jeff and John from the System Mastery podcast. Again. Again. To cover a game that we've been... I want to say itching to cover since we started the show. Sure. <laughs> if that's itching, right. you mean hives. That's that's right. We're covering GURPS, everybody. You do not want to miss out on that discussion. With all of that said, until next time, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Drink some water. Relax your shoulders. Prepare for the horror that we are releasing next week. <laughs> and keep making those amazing people. We'll see you next time. Character Creation Cast is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network and can be found online at www.charactercreationcast.com. Head to the website to get more information on our hosts, this show, and even our press kit. Character Creation Cast can also be found on Twitter at CreationCast or on our Discord server at discord.charactercreationcast.com. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I can be found on Twitter at LordNeptune or online at LordNeptune.com. Our other host, Amelia Antrim, can be found on Twitter at Ginger Reckoning. Music for this episode is used with a Creative Commons license or with permissions from the podcast they originated from. Further information can be found within the show notes. Our main theme music is Hero, remixed by Steve Combs, and is used with a Creative Commons license. This podcast is owned by us under Creative Commons. This episode was edited by Ryan Bolter. Further information for the game systems used in today's guest can also be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support our show, find us on Patreon. Get access to bonus episodes, extra outtakes, and much more at patreon.com slash character creation cast. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we find the best part of any role-playing game is character creation. So go out there and create some amazing people. We'll see you next time.
Design Docs started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>